Welcome back to another episode of Power Pitches. Today, we're joined by myself, Benji, Vic, and Louis. We're missing a fourth person today. Uh, we couldn't find a replacement. JJ's injured. Injured himself. Yeah. Football injury. Ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Not Ankle's football injury. <laughs> so, what we're going to do today, we're going to run through a, just one thing and a little roundup of the game, games we've had this week. Uh, it's going to be a shorter one this episode, but we'll we'll pack a lot of information in. So we want to start off talking about the last game, last week of games. Yeah, well, we could talk about last night. Oh. United heading out, crashing oh. out of the Champions League. Dreadful performance. Um, it was just painful, especially when, especially for the last. It was kind of like the City game when you think you thought they would they would go for it, but. In actual fact, City carried out the game now. Atletico, I know they are the masters of wasting time. I saw I saw today actually, um in the last thirty minutes of the game, the ball was only in play for eleven minutes. 11 minutes yeah. I saw that. That's, <laughs> that's, that's ridiculous. ridiculous. But yeah, I thought especially when it got to the ninetieth minute, four minutes of injury time, I thought they just they lacked any sort of drive, effort, passion. Yeah. They were they were missing pretty much everything I think you can think yesterday really showed everyone mm. that United definitely need to change a lot about the team yeah I think Maguire's been found out now I think it's been it's been up in the He's air been for a found while out for months. yeah it's been up in the air for a while and people have said it but I think now even Ralph's starting to realise because he subbed him off didn't he I know he subbed him oh, off yeah. for an attacker but you know he subbed off the captain you don't normally do that there's some cheers as well when he came off <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think United are in the mud. No, they didn't create much at all, did they? They had that Alanga chance, and Dead Varane had a, uh, a that chance. header. Yeah, that class save. Yeah, or Blackie. I Great mean, keeper. Last game he was he was found out, wasn't he, with the Alanga goal? Yeah. But then that saved that. Yeah. And then I mean, the double save wasn't incredible. The second save. Yeah. But the first save was ridiculous, like reactions. Yeah. He's they still didn't create much though, at all. Like no. Atletico Madrid, they're not being great this season in the league. The league form's not been great. They're just they're not been the same team they were last season, and I just expected United to have a lot more shots shots on time. Yeah, I don't think they're that great. Atletico, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected more from United. Well, if you put any other team up against United or Atletico, they're going for it. I yeah, that's all. Any of the big teams. And we beat Atletico Madrid comfortably last season, yeah, and so they were they were a much better team last season than they are now. Very comfortably. Yeah, they had Su- Suarez was playing last. He's still there, isn't he, Suarez? But yeah, he just doesn't get minutes. That's the one you've been playing. Yeah, thirty-five now. Yeah, it's pretty well, crazy. There was also the Ajax Benfica game. I didn't watch that one. They got knocked out. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. I know that's so a bit of a surprise. Yeah, because the first game Ajax were comfortably, and then they just somehow conceded too. Then I don't. I didn't actually watch the game. I just seen the result. Yeah. But great result for Benfica. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But you got to see now in the in the quarterfinals, City Benfica. You reckon? <laughs> City Benfica. Wouldn't Chelsea. be surprised knowing the draws. Be surprised knowing City's yeah. luck and draws yeah, over man. the years. Well, we've just had Sporting, so I reckon we'll either get a Benfica or we'll get Bayern Munich. Yeah. <laughs> it's or City Liverpool. Uh, it wouldn't surprise me oh, if that was another one of those. I'd be sick of that. Because we'd probably lose. Yeah. <laughs> and then we'll we also just I also want to bring up the PSG game uh, oh, in the yeah. league. 
Messi and Neymar got booed yeah, when they touched the ball. Dreadful, man. I think it's. I think it's. I think shocking. I think Wijnaldum got booed as well, didn't he? When he came off or something. Yeah. yeah. I know Neymar got booed when he scored, and they yeah. cheered when he went off. Yeah, it's awful. Uh, Messi played a big role in all. I think it scored three goals. Yeah, I think he played so. a big role in all three goals, um, and he's getting booed every time <laughs> he's on the ball. It just kind of shows how fickle PSG fans are. They yeah, you're booing the best, arguably the best player of all time. Yeah, it's you should be you should be feeling. I would be feeling privileged. I would love to watch Messi live in the flesh at least once in my life. Yeah, I think not gonna boo him. It's crazy. It's, it's even with like United fans. Obviously, Ronaldo's not been up to scratch, but they'll never boo him. No, they'll never boo him. But PSG fans, they'll boo Messi. They're just an ungrateful. They're ungrateful, aren't they? Yeah, the players that they've got at the club, and it's like, ah, uh, you, you, we've been knocked out of the Champions League, so we're just gonna, you know, I know, but vent our frustrations at you, but I you, you just don't do that. United fans could exactly be like that, but they're not, because I think I think PSG they're even more classic than than us. <laughs> I think PSG are the most plastic fans in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Just because definitely, definitely this year as well with Messi joining. No, they've always been, I think. They've always. Yeah, I'm not not a big fan of that club really. I'm quite glad to see them go out. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the club, but watching them is really not. I really like watching them. PSG, yeah. yeah. So I like watching them. No, I don't think they play. I don't think they they play well as a team, anyways. No, it's just like it's too individuals. many individuals. Yeah, yeah, too many individuals, too many superstars. I really like Mbappe. Yeah, and I really like Neymar. So, but then and I like Messi. I like yeah, exactly. But yeah, they don't work as a team, which is the downfall of them, really. Uh, and then that's what all the Premier League teams do well, though. Chelsea, Liverpool, City. Yeah, they work as a team. They work as a team. Well, Pr- press from the front. Yeah, you know, it's committed. Everyone works for each other. Did you see? I, I remember there was a, a screenshot in the of the Real PSG game. PSG's formation. They had the four four at the back, three in the middle, all lined up perfectly, as you would imagine. And then in the far left-hand corner of the pitch, uh, Neymar, Messi, I think it was Neymar, Messi and Mbappe were all about stones throwing from each other. Literally just... Broken. <laughs> just, just there. Whilst, uh, whilst the other teams, whilst Real were on the attack, it, there's no. just no no cohesion, it seems, at that club. Yeah, when I went to watch the City-PSG game, I went to the match and um, like literally my eyes were just stuck on Messi because I'm like, I've actually just watched Messi. I've actually just watched Messi and... Were you at the game? Yeah, yeah, well, I was there and I thought, I'm actually here to watch Messi. And he just stood there. When, yeah. when City are attacking, he just stands there. When when they're attacking, he just kind of just stands there. I don't know, I think... He doesn't love the club as much as he, he loves Barcelona. He loves Which Barcelona is understandable, but... Way too much. <laughs> yeah. no, but he was even like that at Barcelona, wasn't he? Where he at just near like, the end, yeah. I remember that game against Bayern where he was just stood there like... You know, he doesn't really like press. Not that arse, really, is he? No. <laughs> well, you wouldn't be if you. No. no should no. be doing better than that. Um, yeah. Weekend's results. Uh, Chelsea got a late win against Newcastle. We needed that goal. great goal from that Kai Havertz. Pass and then the, the yeah, touch the and the finish. Yeah. Oh. Nice. His form at the moment, he's he's unreal. It's the best form he's been in since he signed for Chelsea. Yeah, but um, City dropped points. City drop points. City That's drop the big points. news. That watching that game, I think I've, I have been infuriated, but not this season. I've never been so infuriated at a game. Phil Foden is arguably the best youngster in the league. Not arguably, he is. He, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen from him. There's yeah, a chance only, where like De Bruyne played it over the top, yeah, didn't he? Just, and he just he just couldn't take uh, it. Barely touched the ball. Yeah, he, I read somewhere that 
Um, he touched the ball twice in the first 25 minutes. Yeah, yeah, I saw this. I saw this statistic come out. because he's the type of player to, to be on the ball a lot and mm. pass it around and be the centre man. And he touched the ball twice. Mahrez was good. Mm. I think Mahrez had an incredible half. Didn't do anything with it, though. Kevin De Bruyne, I mean, he's the best. But um, he, he, he did as much as he could, but there's mm. nothing he can do if... if Huge game tonight. I think Cancelo was yeah. a bit. I think Cancelo was a bit dodgy. Yeah, I mean, he had the good chances, but he just didn't con- convert. And on, even on defense, yeah, defensively, he kept vulnerable. getting caught out. Yeah, I think mm, it was it was a really bad. We needed them points. Yeah, if we if we won that game, we wouldn't have to worry about the next games. But now we. This have is to their win. game in hand tonight, Liverpool. Yeah. So if Liverpool, well, the day we're recording this, uh, Liverpool are playing Arsenal. Hopefully. They get a draw. That's um, what I'm hoping for. If they lose, it's amazing news. But I would love. Yeah, I would it's love a, a shame the game is on at the same time as the Chelsea game. I'm gonna have to just watch both at mm. the same time. But I think I'm gonna. It's gonna watch be a cracker. The, I'm gonna watch the Arsenal game. Yeah, as a City fan. Yeah, I mean, the, that I, I doubt. I highly doubt you guys will lose the <laughs> little. But I really hope know. so. Don't don't speak <laughs> too soon, mate. But yeah, no. no I, I think, think you have to give credit to Palace though. Oh yeah. they were really good. Conor Gallagher, he was. Oh, Fantastic. honestly, he's wor- he's working on another ball. Man. I seen a, it was like the ninety first minute. He was sprinting, sprinting about, yeah. and I'm thinking, flipping heck, man. Nah, he's he's very good. Mm. I think is he gonna go back to Chelsea? Yeah, I he's think on he loan. Yeah. yeah, they'll give him know, a chance next season. Yeah, in the first team. I think he'll get a chance this time. But yeah, the the title race is back open. You guys aren't out of it. Not completely, but I, I mean, I wonder if fixtures is fairly comfortable as it's, well. It's it better is. than yeah, but it's it's very unlikely with two teams as good as City and Liverpool yeah. that they're going to drop yeah. that many points. It's depending on us either. If City Liverpool draw our game and then somehow lose a few more, mm. then you're back in it. But yeah, we would have to pretty much win every our last ten games in the league. Yeah, and we'd still have to drop points. I just yeah, I don't know. I think it is between City and Liverpool, and I'm but strange Liverpool. things have happened. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. So, we'll see. Um, I'm not confident, though. Don't. (laughs) Yeah, don't hold me on that one. Yeah, well, it was a a good week of football, I think. We can focus on the Champions League. Yeah, well. We we can move on now to the main part of the podcast. You've seen it in the title. It is the combined current 11 of Manchester City and Chelsea Football Club. Uh... We're going to have very divided opinions because it's two Chelsea fans versus one City fan. I think it's unfair. but And I'm just going to say now, we're not doing a combined team. So us three together, we're not making a team. We're just going to... Are we not agreeing on one? Okay. No, because it's not going to happen. Yeah, it won't happen. Will it? So what we're going to do is we're going to read out our teams and then we'll see which one is the best. Mm. I mean, we can say that, but I don't think I'm going to win. Against two Chelsea fans. <laughs> right, we can we can all start off with a goalkeeper. So, at first, I did have Mendy. And then I looked deeper in, started looking at stuff. Edison is my keeper. No chance. Uh, Mendy. Yeah, it's I mean, I was expecting that. But I'm going to hit you with some stats right now. So, in the league... Mendy has obviously he went to AFCON, so he hasn't played as many games as Edison. Uh, he's played four less games, and he's got five less clean sheets. And of course, you can you can put that on City's defense. City has a really good defense, and you guys are missing defenders, which obviously means you're gonna uh, face more shots. But 
Edison's only made 10 less saves than Mendy. For five more clean sheets, I think that makes him a better keeper. This season, anyway. At the beginning of the season, Mendy was definitely the best. But no, I think if you need judge goalkeepers, I think you'd look at the save percentage. Yeah, you, go off, you go off saves and you go off shot stopping. But I think Edison, he's not been bad this season. Obviously, last season... No, he hasn't. He's, but he hasn't stood out quite like Mendy has. I just think that's because of the, the Chelsea defence missing Rhys James and Chilwell. I think with them two gone, you, you, you're definitely vulnerable at the back. But you look. You got to look at some of Mendy's performances this season. You the remember game. his performance away at um, Brentford? Yeah, Brentford. Brentford when he made about oh, five yeah. saves and won yeah. the won the Afcon. Yeah, Edison didn't have games like that. Well, where, I mean, he he never yeah. has to. That's a, that's what yeah. that's the point I'm making. He never has to make saves. But like he d- crazy I, d- saves. I don't. I can't remember like a, a like a world class yeah, save yeah. that I I've mean, seen Edison do. The in the derby, he made a good save against Sancho. But he did score as well, so I just don't think he's up. got quite the same reflexes as you see in some other keepers in the league. I, I think mean, he's still. Yeah. I think I would still put him top. He's top uh, four. Top four. He's top, yeah, top four. Maybe top three, but that depends on the form. But I think. I mean, it's obviously going to be biased because I'm a City fan, and I don't watch every single Chelsea game. And what I see from Edison, obviously, he gets beat out sometimes, but then most of the time he keeps clean sheets. He gets saves. Even against Chelsea, against the Lukaku shot, obviously the start of second half. That yeah, he came he came mm. out way too far. That was his mistake, but he made up for it by saving it. Yeah. So, but it was a, it was kind of poor. It was, it was really poor shot. Yeah. I'm, all I'm saying now, from now, if Lukaku's in any of your teams, we're fighting. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, I better just change it quickly. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. So that's fair enough. I mean, I I assumed you guys would go for Mendy. Yeah, I think. Yeah. I think the main thing that Edison has over Mendy is distribution. I think. Oh, I think modern Mendy. keepers nowadays distribution's a huge part. Of yeah, uh, yeah. Sometimes Mendy's distri- distribution does let him down, but yeah. it's not. It's not anything. It's times big where enough. He'll, it's times where he's like he'll just randomly kick it to an opponent attacker, yeah. and but then he he's good enough to make up for it. By saying, yeah, yeah. It? completely, so, completely. All right. I mean, we can we can agree on that 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 Mendy and Edison are both world class. Yeah, uh, we can do right back now. Is that cool with everyone? Yeah, well, I got right wing back. Yes. Oh yeah, sorry. Yeah, before we go ahead, I've got a preface. These guys have gone with a three-four-three, which is Chelsea's formation. Which, by the way, is the only team that uses that formation. Uh, but see, I've gone with a four-three-three, which is the most common formation. But we can, we can, we can, uh, we can work de- with it. De- delegate information. So, with your right wing backs. I'm going to assume that straight away it's Rhys James. Yeah, yeah. it has to be. Yeah, yeah. It's Rhys James. Well, as a right wing back, I'm obviously going to go with Rhys James as well. But mm-hmm. as a right back, I'll pick Kyle Walker. I think Rhys could do equally as good a job at yeah. right back than he would right wing back. That's not the reason why I've chosen this formation. It's not because of Rhys. I think... Even when Rhys played at right back under Lampard in 1920-2021 um, season, he was, he was good. Yeah, he was like, class. I just think... If you're if you're playing a game now, so what what we what we decided on was this team, it's what it would play currently. So if you're coming up against a team, Kyle Walker is so important to a defense that even without the attacking prowess that he has, he does have attacking because he can the overlap run shot in the, the cross in the box. But obviously, it's not as good as Reese James. Mm. He's definitely a a more attacking defender. But Kyle Walker's defense is so important to a team that even if you caught out on defense, like when I was watching the Palace game, 
Um, Laporte made a mistake, and I think it was Alise in. He's not slow. Alise is not slow. He's pretty fast. Kyle Walker got in front of him and blocked it straight away. I, th- yeah. I think he's the only defender in world football that has that pace, yeah. that can just outmatch. But, like. but arguably, um, one of my other defenders can do that role. I mean, yeah, of, of, uh, of covering up at the back if, if there's a mistake, he's fast enough. Rudiger. Rudiger, he's quick yeah. enough. He's to, very I mean, quick. He's quicker than people fair. think. But I think the difference is he's a wing back. Uh, Kyle's, Kyle Walker's a, 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 a full back. So he can, he'll be at halfway line, whereas Rudiger won't rarely be at the halfway line and lose the ball. Whereas if Walker loses it, he's back in the defence straight away. Whereas, you know, certain like Reese James possibly wouldn't be able to do that. I mean, I've never seen Reese James sprint like for a ball like serious. Like, no, I've seen him many times. Champions League final, he did it a few times. Does he, he caught up with Sterling. I mean, that's fair. Sterling's shy though, but um, <laughs> so I mean, fair enough. No, but Sterling's Kyle quick, Walker. like you know. Even when yeah. we played um, Bayern Munich in nineteen twenty. He had, to, he had to come up against like, Davis, oh, and then oh, Davis, yeah. did, Davis did get the better of him on a number of occasions, but it's not like it was a total mismatch. Yeah, no, I mean Reese James is definitely not slow, but I just think pace-wise, Kyle Walker is ridiculous. Yeah, um, I mean, fair enough. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna slate you for picking Reese James. It's obviously good. He came back for like what three games before he got injured and he scored. It was last in three games, I think. I think he came back for like two, game, two yeah, games. Two games. Yeah, had, that game, had that game against Burnley. He had one start, I think it was, against Burnley. And yeah, that was it. Yeah, he was very good as well. I think Kyle Walker doesn't have that. That's what he doesn't have uh, goals and Goal assists. contributions. Yeah, he yeah. doesn't have that, but he has the defence. So that's what I've gone off. Uh, we can move on to the centre-backs. Yeah, well, right right centre-back. Yeah, so I've you got, guys have got three. Yeah. And I've got two. I've got Ruben Diaz, right centre-back. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, I've gone with Diaz at right centre back. Well, I've not got Diaz in my defence. I've got Laporte yeah. in instead. Oh really? No. Yeah. No. <laughs> you haven't ever had a Diaz. No. Yeah. Just on form recently, Diaz is making. Not overall. Mistake. Come on. I mean, overall, yeah, hundred percent. But this season, Laporte's shown to be the better defender out of them two. Nah, even Ryan. I think if you if you fancy your chance, if you had to like pick who you wanted to play against, I think you're going with Laporte. You'd fancy mm. your chances more against him. Yeah. I, I, I picked, I picked Laporte just because of the fact that attacking wise, when he gets, when he get, he can bring the ball forward to the center, center circle. Diaz can't do that. Diaz will lose the ball, or, and he's last year he was Player of the Year. He was this big transfer, best defender in the league apparently, and all of this. And then this season, he's he's not shown that. He keeps not making quite as mistakes. much. No, but so I think Laporte. He's consistently been. A Isn't Laporte a left? Footer though. Yeah, he's so he's your left centre back. You say yeah, so he's my left centre back, but uh my right centre back, you both definitely have him. So yeah. <laughs> I've just I've gone with Laporte here because I just think he plays every game. Uh, obviously Diaz plays every game as well, but he just got injured against Peterborough. So Yeah. Um out for six weeks, isn't he? Yeah, that's yeah. bad. I'm not happy about that. But uh Laporte, I just think this season has shown to be the better defender out of the two. But Fair enough. I mean, you watch more did, City than did me. Did you drop points a while ago? And I remember seeing loads of City fans have a go at Laporte. It was, a, it was a game like a month ago. Where, oh, was it Spurs? Oh, yeah. yeah that that yeah. was Diaz. Yeah. That was Diaz. Yeah. Diaz tried to play offside trap and. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah. I think I know s- the one. sometimes he does make mistakes like that. But um, I just don't. Laporte definitely makes mistakes, but they 
he recovers, he they we don't concede from them. Whereas Diaz, as you literally just mentioned, uh, he makes mistakes and then we concede from it. So I, that's the only reason I've put the port over him. But I mean, obviously, it's Diaz. He's very good, but yeah, Diaz is like. He's 23, 20, yeah, 24, yeah, yeah 23, 24. He's he's quality player, very yeah. good player. But yeah, he was he was definitely he stood out more last season. Yeah, last um, season definitely. There was a lot of individual performances last he season. He won the player of the like, season, well, didn't yeah, he? In his debut season. Yeah, yeah, that's mad. I mean, yeah, fair enough. Uh, the next centre back for you guys. So in the middle, yeah. I've got Thiago Silva. Yeah, I've got him in his third. Yeah, well. I've got Thiago Silva on the right. So yeah. I have not got Rudiger in my team. Pretty outrageous. That. <laughs> I mean, that's what I'm saying. If I if I were to go for a back four, I would have Thiago Silva and Rudiger. That's crazy. I think I would as well. Really. That's crazy. I don't think Thiago Silva or Rudiger is better than Laporte. Well, Thiago Silva definitely. Uh, Thiago Silva definitely. Oh, no, Rudiger both. Yeah, both, both of them are better than Laporte. Definitely. definitely. No, I think the only debate is if um, Thiago. Well, I think Thiago Silva is better than Diaz. I don't know. I think. Yeah. I think they're both, both better, well, they're both. I think Thiago Silva and Ruben Diaz are very similar players as a defender. They're both old Th- school defenders. Yeah. Like they just the classic enjoy. central defenders. Yeah, aren't that's they? what I mean. But but Thiago, I feel like Thiago Silva. Arguably, it's because he is thirty-seven. Yeah, it's the experience. But he's got he's got the experience, well, the composure for yeah. someone because he's not quite got the pace that he did anymore. The fact that he reads the game so well uh, means that it's still so easy yeah. for it's him. It's threat from yeah. set pieces as well. He's, he scores headers. Yeah, that's that's so weird to me because he's not a big guy. He's not yeah. a big centre. Nah, back. he's not a big centre back. But yeah, I think you have to give credit to our set piece coach for that, Anthony Barry, who came in uh, yeah. last season. I yeah. think it was. Yeah, definitely. And he, ever since he came in, we've we've been scoring from quite a lot of set pieces. Lot, yeah, I think we've got. Um, the most uh, goals from defenders by yeah. a long way out of any any of the teams in England. Oh, is it? I didn't know that. Yeah, we, I know. I know. I this think part of that is down to our attack just being yeah. quite underwhelming. <laughs> the fact that you play a free four. Yeah, so. but I think it's like I'm not sure how many goals it is, but I think um, we're about six or seven, if not more, goal uh, goals ahead of the second the second most uh, second best team with goals from defenders. Well, I, I, when I was watching the Pies game, a stat came up. Uh, shots from defenders this season. It's Cancelo's up there. I think so, but Cancelo's twenty clear of second place, which really? is Trent. Yeah. So Cancelo's had sixty shots this season, and Trent's 60? had forty. Oh, yeah. Cool. yeah. I was just thinking because Rudiger. I don't know if you watch Chelsea much. Does runs every <laughs> single game. Rudiger has a shot from. He'll score. He'll score one of them eventually. He will because they're always they're always decent Did efforts. He, uh, they're normally on target. We've had a, we've had a goal come from one of them. I remember against United. Um, he had one from out there. De Gea spilled it, and so I think it might be oh, Alonso. Alonso, it? Yeah. Oh, Trafford, yeah. yeah. No, I see it all over social media. They hit the, hit the bar, <laughs> didn't he, a while ago? Yeah, the bar, yeah. The it's gonna, it's gonna come one day. <laughs> Hopefully for you lot, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, fair enough for you guys. You've got, I mean, yeah. If if I had a free at the back, I would definitely put them both in. Um, yeah, Jago Silver and Rudiger. They are they are solid, and obviously it shows the stats show it. You get clean sheets all the time when both of them are playing. Um, but then we'll move on to the left back. I don't think... Oh, left wing back for you guys. Yeah, it's going to be the same, I think. Cancelo? I've gone with uh, Alonso. Nah. Uh, oh. Cancelo, left wing back. Yeah, yeah, Cancelo. Oh my gosh, actually. Uh, yeah, I thought I believed you then. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think I was thinking Chilwell. And then There's no way. I was thinking Chilwell and then maybe like Cancelo at right wing back, but then you got James at right wing back. Yeah, I think, I think you ought to put Cancelo in left wing back, definitely. He's shown this season that he's... Um, 
undroppable. Yeah, he's missed one game, and that was because we were preparing for Sporting. Yeah, yeah. and then he's ridiculous. He gets he's this season. I thought he had better stats attacking wise, but I checked, so he's got five assists and one goal. It's not amazing, but he definitely creates chances. Yeah, it's not on Trent's level where he gets what ten assists and whatever goals, but Cancelo also has fifteen clean sheets out of twenty seven games. I think that's pretty good as a as an attacking. Yeah, especially attacking when your system player. isn't like solely revolved on fullbacks like yeah, Liverpool's no. is. But yeah, I think Cancelo he gets beaten out a couple of times, but there's not many players that can get past Cancelo and uh, and break into the defense. Mm. Well, that's the thing, especially if we're playing with a back three, um, he won't need to be yeah pretty much. as heavily involved defensively. And I'm sure Cancelo could play anywhere on the pitch. Uh, yeah, in the attacking half, and he'd probably do a good job. I think it's the same with James as well, really. Yeah. I think oh, yeah. he's so complete that versatile. you can play. Versatile, very versatile. Yeah, Cancelo is the Portuguese Reese James. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not I quite the same v- player. Yeah, I think Reese is more complete. You lost. Your I, I'd say Cancelo's yeah. probably more technical, like I think, te- technically gifted. But I think Cancelo's a better player than Reese James. I don't know. Well, we're gonna really? we agree to disagree on that okay, one. Because okay. James James doesn't have a single weakness for his game, bro. So I think Cancelo, you'd fancy your chances. He's really a little bit him. weak, Cancelo. That's the only yeah. thing. Mm, that's true. Yeah, Reese is quite strong. Yeah, I see. I see Cancelo get bodied a couple of times yeah. off the ball. Uh, right. So I'll I'll say. So you guys have got two centre mids. Yeah. So I've got a DM and two centre mids. So my DM, I can just move into defence if we can do a three four three. Yeah. I've got Rodri. Yeah. Which is fair, you can't really I've gone you. with Jorginho. Lost your mind. I had to. Right, well, I don't rate Jorginho at all. I've got I've got Rodri, who is arguably the best DM in in the league. He's a bit he's a bit temperamental. He had a dodgy game against Palace, didn't he? Giving yeah, the ball away quite he, a few times. And he kept like kicking people and <laughs> trying to get yellow cards, but as a DM, Rodri's the most complete DM alongside Fabinho. The, as a DM, you want them to stay in the, the heart, the, the back half. You want them to defend. You want them to press. I don't think Jorginho uh, stays back as much as he should as a DM. No, I think. I think that's because clutching he, a bit. And he's not. He's not like if, if you have. If you have. He, he use, had the most tackles and interceptions in the Champions League last season and at the Euros. I mean, that's fair. Like, I mean, that, that's fair. That's why he got Ballon d'Or third, but. Rodri as a as a DM, I think you're picking Rodri over Jorginho. Yeah, I I would I would agree with you. I think um I, I as long as much as I love Jorginho, I think he's I think he's a great player, but he does have his weaknesses. I think he's got more weaknesses to his game than Rodri does. Yeah, I um, mean, and in that sort of a role, I would probably rather I'd feel no, a bit more safe with Rodri in front of my back four. Yeah, I probably but would as well. But I think Jorginho's weaknesses, most of him, it's like getting out of pace pretty easily or like making a mistake but I think the mistakes come from him having to play pretty much every single game anyways because we don't really have a backup DM well, for him so Rodri's backup DM is a 37 year old man and we don't <laughs> have a single defensive midfielder as a backup so Rodri yeah, Rodri personally is he's the perfect DM no I think it depends on what your system is like Liverpool would prefer to have Fabinho over Rodri because Liverpool is like yeah. heavily possession based whereas Fabinho's like just more suited to Liverpool. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. But I think I think Rodri could uh, uh, play over Jorginho on your team, and you'd not bench Jorginho, but move him. 
I think Jorginho doesn't suit DM. Like I haven't obviously I, I've said this many times. But he played he played as a lone DM for Italy in the Euros and he was absolutely yeah, fine but there. That's only because of Italy's like play. Italy they don't have DMs that are big and all of that. Like the only the only reason I don't rate Jorginho as a DM is because of his size. Yeah, that's like saying you you don't want to rate Billy Gilmore because he's small and I don't rate Billy Gilmore. <laughs> Well, no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, fair enough. It's outrageous. So you you've got three four three, Vic. Vic's got a three four three, and one of your midfielders is Jorginho. So yeah. you're missing someone big, which is quite okay. Uh, so I I've I've pretty much just pushed Rodri into defence, which mm. we can we can dillyant about. Uh, so then my two centre mids, I've gone with Kante and De Bruyne. Yeah, I've done the same. Going by what you said the other week, that he's been playing in a more holding role, didn't you say? Yeah, KDB, he's... since So last season, when Foden wasn't getting as much game time, De Bruyne would always play false nine. Mm. This season, since Foden's literally playing nearly every game, he's been back into his natural position as a centre mid. He's playing the sh- he's playing balls over the top, through the middle, he'll shoot from far. He's He's back into his normal role and he's definitely showing it. But what I want to know is who's Vic missed out? I've gone with Kante as in the <sighs> midfield next to him. So you've missed KDB? No, I've, no I think I have actually. You, there's yeah, no way. I have. No, but I think it, I, I, it, it depends what formation you go with and I've gone with a 4 3 3, four, three so. Even so. You can't you've got to have out. Kevin, you've got to have <laughs> big Kevin in your team. You can't miss out, De Bruyne. You've got to have that balance though, aren't you? So. Yeah, admit, admittedly, having Kevin De Bruyne next to N'Golo Kante in a two doesn't provide it, you with that yeah. much balance, but he's, he's unbelievably so good. good. Yeah, on paper, you'd go with De Bruyne, but I think, well, Jorginho and Kante won the Champions League together last season. Like, yeah, but... Every ne- game they played and... But you'll never know if De Bruyne and Kante could win it or if De Bruyne and Jorginho could win it because they'll never play together. What you, you're... Your yeah, I'm going off proven ability. Like, yeah, that's proven. what I mean. You're you're going off of the duo. The duo, it doesn't make a difference. Kevin De Bruyne is the best midfielder in the world. Yeah, attacking midfielder. Yeah, attacking, yeah. and he can hold. He can't, obviously, because he has got the the Rodri behind him. But he's, he, I don't get how you can miss him out. That's what I'm not getting. Mm. He's He's got nine goals and three assists this season. Yeah, he's scored quite a few this season. He's scored a lot more than he used to, and that's because he's back in his natural position where he can shoot from afar, free kicks, just smash it. Uh, Jorginho doesn't do it for me. I think Kante has to be in there. I'd rather have a a Kante and Kovacic pivot than Kante-Jorginho, personally. I don't think Kante-Kovacic really works well. Like I know we saw it against Liverpool uh, in the league, and it worked quite well because it suited the game like mm. how you play against Liverpool um, like a high tempo and everything but the spaces they leave in behind it, I mean if Liverpool ha- just had like a, a Thiago in the cup final in the league game as well they would have just torn us apart like because they leave so much spaces behind and I think mm. you always have to have like a, a natural defensive midfielder in there like a specialist DM who you know who drop deep and cover up the gaps yeah. Kante and Kovacic they're both You'd think it would work because it did work against Liverpool in the league game, but they do leave a lot of spaces in behind. Yeah, but it, they do they do offer you more going forward. Yeah, having, Kovacic, having Kovacic going forward is a real plus. His yeah. driving runs from the midfield, um, 
really really help us yeah. in tight spaces is so good like, yeah he reminds me a little bit of Hazard like how, yeah. how he is on the ball completely technically his dribbling ability his dribbling is, is, yeah. his dribbling is crazy that's a shout <laughs> Jesus nah, if, Hazard if, yeah. if you watch Kovic similar play, style very low centre of gravity yeah. quick feet very you can just take on a player you know just you know do you, always, you always back him to do it like you would back Hazard to do it back in the day well in, in the Chelsea team so you guys play 3-4-3 three, three, mm. do you always start Kante when you can or do, is, does he get rotated Rotated, I say, with Kovacic. So, but, is it but, Jorginho always starting? Nah, I would say if Kante's fit, he does pretty pretty much always play. But then, yeah, you do get the occasional game, but it won't be a big game. If it's a big game, right. Kante plays every time. And then, who would pair with him, though? Would Jorginho, be, yeah. With Jorginho and Kante. It right? always has to be Jorginho, really, because I mean, we've had Loftus-Cheek try play there, and mm. Saul Sal- as well, but... I rate Loftus-Cheek, but he's just he doesn't get enough game time. I don't rate Saul. No, Saul no. Saul's really Re- poor. Recently, he's got better. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't, yeah. The past few months, he's been really good. But at the start of the season, he was, he was poor. At the start of yeah. the season, he was the worst player I've ever seen with the Chelsea <laughs> shirt on. Worse than Bakayoko. <laughs> worse, arguably worse than Bakayoko. Worse than back, Mar- that's Marato. pretty, yeah. Yeah, well, Bakayoko is... Awful. No, he, he was really bad, Saul, but at the start against Villa. And, mm. and Morata, I really... Really don't like Morata. No. He was a, he was I, a winger. I saw, him, I saw him play live um, against Palace at home when he mm. scored. Um, but yeah, you'd watch, you just watch him like off the ball. Didn't want to play for Chelsea. Yeah. Isn't he top three most valuable players? Like most know, tra- he, most yeah. transfer fees spent on him. Yeah, he's he's up there. Yeah. I know Lukaku's first. Yeah. It's like hundred million. Ibrahimovic is up there as well. Yeah. Um. But well, yeah, yeah, he's yeah he's definitely up there. As a player, it's so bad. It's outrageous. Uh, right, well, we move on to the wingers now. Front three. Yeah, so right wing, uh, I've gone with Riyad Mahrez. No, I've gone with Mahrez. Well, I've gone with... Yeah, oh, now you're making me actually consider. Yeah, so my... Left I think I'm going to go for Mahrez, actually, right wing. And then... Yeah, so my left wing, I don't think he is a left wing. Uh, but you're going with Ford in left wing? No, 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 no. I've gone with Havertz left wing. He's, he's a right wing, isn't he? Um, no, oh, well, I've got he's Havertz. A false nine, yeah, really. I've got Havertz oh, right, at false okay. nine. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I can just swap my left wing, my left wing, and centre forward then. I think cool. I think probably I think I've got the same. Yeah. Probably got the same as you. Um, yeah, yeah. Foden, Havertz, Morris. Yeah, pretty much. That's my. I've opinion. gone with Havertz, Sterling, and Morris. Sterling's a shout, but. I don't know. On, on his day, he's good, but this season he's showing signs of um, mistakes again, which he did last season, which why he got dropped so much. Mm. But this season, I think Foden's shown how good he is. He's got seven goals, three assists uh, in the league, and that doesn't count, you know, the goals in the in the other leagues. But in the in the Premier League, Foden's been so important to the City team. Obviously, the last game against Palace, he was awful. But everyone has. Everyone he's allowed. Has he's allowed game. one, though, isn't he? Yeah, everyone has an off game. Uh, Foden, he's always there on the pitch, and I got this quite quite a cool stat to read out. He has one point one k touches of the ball, and most of the games in that in the first half of the season he came on as a sub. So, for that many touches of the ball as a how sub, how does that compare to the rest of the league? Yeah, he's up there. He's definitely. Mm. I think he's higher than any Chelsea player I know, I know of. Um, I don't think you guys play around a player, though, do you? 
No, not really. Yeah, so it, it, it depends on the team play. But folding centre forward, I've well, you guys play Havertz up front. So I'll say folding in the wing. It doesn't really matter where Foden plays. He can play any of the front three. He, he's he's better in centre-forward, but Havertz is definitely solid this season in centre-forward. I think you guys play Havertz when you did play him in right wing or Cam. He it was, was like a, as an inside-forward. as a Yeah, team. it didn't yeah. really work for you guys. Cause he, he was all right there, but centre f- a false nine, it's, it's where he's at. Yeah, it's yeah. where his best position is, definitely. Started getting goals now as well, hasn't he? Yeah. Well, I was going to say, do you think he would have got in this team... Um, about a month ago, no, definitely probably not. not. No, I think he would have because he was no. still good. He was being good from the start of the season. He has been, but now he's actually yeah. giving us some. No, I think the, the past month or so he's been scoring. Like mm. I think he scored like four goals in yeah, the past but month. But it, yeah. even at the start of the season, he scored against Liverpool. He scored in the in the cups. But you think like, about it, if you're thinking a month ago he only had two goals in the in the league, the front three would be Fold and Myra Sterling. Yeah, but it's not all about goals, is it? As a false nine, you don't like look at yeah, for me. You have Foden as a false nine over Mara, uh, over Havertz a month ago. Right now, no, but a month ago, Foden was better than Havertz. Yeah, but it, it depends what you judge it off. Like, you don't judge fa- false nines. Yeah, not, you don't judge goals, it as a, as a goal like, scorer. You it's like Firmino. You don't look at you look at the overall play because that's when they drop deep, get the ball. They're not like just hanging around in the box and yeah, you know, getting the goals, but. No, Havertz was still class at the start of the season. He's been class all throughout. I mean, he has been board. good, but where the games that I've watched before recently when he's got his form back, yeah, I don't think he's been that, that... I don't think he was that good. Like, the game against City when he played with Lukaku up front, I think he was awful. I think that I was... I don't know if it's would say awful, but... Well, yeah, was it, that Etihad or...? Uh, I think so. The one where he played, the, tried to play the ball through to Lukaku and it just went out for a throw. No, nah, that one is, that was Ziyech. That was Ziyech. Oh, was that Ziyech? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking of a Havertz different didn't player. Play. Sorry, Havertz sorry. didn't play at the Etihad. Sorry, I'm thinking it, of a different Havertz player. Havertz didn't play at the Stamford Bridge one either, I don't think. I think that was Werner and Lukaku up top. Do you think if Havertz played, they you would have had a better chance? Yeah, I think you we would have. But it just, yeah. it just depends. Like You could say that if he did start and we still lost, you could say, oh, we might have been better off playing yeah. Ziyech but yeah I think he's been class throughout the whole season well we want to go back to, to Riyad Mahrez uh, me personally I think he should be up there for player of the year the, up, up yeah 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 definitely He's the amount of goals he scored this season is yeah. unreal he scored I think 20 goals in all competitions and the city record well in recent times uh, is Aguero on like 35 so he could definitely get that if he never thought, what what was he on now? Twenty one. He's on twenty twenty to twenty one, I think, and he's he's the he's the main penalty taker at City now, because De Bruyne seems to not score penalties. Foden can't score them. Sterling. I, can't. Yeah, I can't. Only thing is, I can't see him uh, getting to to that yeah that milestone thirty five. Unless he he plays. Depends how far City go in the yeah. Champions League and the. FA Cup I yeah guess. I think if we were still in the Carabao Cup then maybe that's a shout because then he could play every other game but he get because of Pep's rotation it's so annoying that I don't think anyone will get that milestone unless you're a striker yeah yeah yeah. but um, Mares, he scored four penalties in the Premier League which is a lot for a winger because you don't really get penalties unless you're the, the captain or mm. the striker. He's got a good record in the Champions League this season. Yeah, he? he's been really good in the Champions League. I mean, we have had easy games. I mean, we did play PSG 
they they beat us in the first leg, but then we destroyed them in the second leg. Yeah, I've just seen a stat on Mara's. It says uh, he's only missed one game through injury in his whole career, yeah. and even really? that, even that was just COVID. Yeah, like no. he's not he's he's not really like he, he just, he's available every game pretty much. Yeah, yeah. he's it's crazy. Though. I think I read somewhere he's only been injured once, and it was during a break. Yeah. So that's that was when r- he was at Leicester. So he's only missed one game, and it wasn't even an injury; it was just COVID. That's crazy. That so I, I, I never really realized how important uh, that that kind of stat is for a team. Yeah, but well, it's like I I know it's real uh, recently. If you think about it, it was Salah. How often does Salah get injured? Yeah, you never. Like, I'm just so used to players getting injured because of Aguero, and like Aguero used to get injured so much that. He'd still he'd still get goals, so you wouldn't realize he's been injured. Yeah, Salah's only missed two games through injury for, since twenty seventeen. One of those crazy. being a one of those being a concussion. I mean, yeah, like you don't really hear, you don't really think about that sort of stuff when they're playing so often. No, 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 at all. It's but crazy. Then, yeah, that's mad. That's, that is. that's that's mad. Because when you think about injuries, you think they're out for a long time, like with Ruben Diaz. Yeah, he's out for six weeks now, but when he's back, he'll be he'll either crumble because he's been injured or be back to normal that's what really defines a player when you come back from injury yeah well that t- I think that team's very good what we've read out yeah uh, but I, I've I've done a little section that I've wrote down um, honourable mentions that didn't make the team okay so I want to hear if you guys agree with me or not with these honourable mentions take it away so these names weren't even mentioned so we've got Bernardo Silva no he yeah, had, he's he, an honourable mention, definitely. He had a good first half of the season. He started falling off a bit. But he's still an incredible player. Messy vibes. I've always said this. He gives me, <laughs> me, he gives me messy vibes. Um, the ball just sticks to him, didn't he? Yeah, it's the close control. And like you said before, with was it Kovacic? Yeah. yeah. I think he's definitely like that. I think you brought up Kovacic. I, he wasn't even in my mind. But I think that's just because of how good Jorginho and Kante are. I just think Kovacic gets overshone. By them, just because every every I think everyone knows in the world Kante, and since the third place last yeah. year, everyone knows Jorginho. Uh, another honourable mention I've got is I don't know if you guys will agree with me, Mason Mount. Mason Mount, what say? Yeah, yeah, Mason Mount. Yeah. Uh, so I, I love Mason Mount. I think he's I think incredible player, and we're so lucky to have someone like him at our club who actually, especially in times like this, understands Chelsea. Yeah. Understands I think he has had means. a he had a rough patch like. I think I've seen a stat where most of his, almost all of his goal contributions have come against Norwich. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but he's that one player where, when things aren't going well, he will just carry on performing. Yeah, he always puts in a hundred percent. Yeah, there's like a divide in our fan base with fans that don't like him. But that's that's in the che- in the Chelsea Twitter scene, yeah. and I mean. I mean, I I, I, don't, I don't get it at all. I, I try not to go by football Twitter all the time. Cause I, I don't. I get, I get. I understand it because it's yeah. like they don't rate him as much technically on the ball. Like in terms of like playmaking, he doesn't like um, you know create much in a game. Or when the chances do come, he's not like exactly as clinical as he should be. But he's one player that you can just you, when we play without him, you can't see that we're missing him, um, and then we just. We do play better with him as a team. We press yeah, more higher, definitely more quicker. I just think last season he was rated so highly by yeah. all the all the players that there was even shouts of him, you know, being the best youngster in 
in the world? I don't know. Like, it wasn't in the world, but he was highly in the praised. Champions League. He was yeah, yeah. He was highly praised in the Champions against League against City against Real Madrid. Porto yeah. he scored. He had a he had a great yeah. Champions League. But <laughs> I just think this season. But even something's this, happened. Even this season, he's. Uh, I know four of them were against Norwich, but <laughs> this season he's better. This is his best goal scoring tally in the Premier League to date. Still got ten games left. Yeah, I mean, um, he's he's definitely not bad anymore. Like he's n- he's never going to be bad, I don't think. But to what to compare to the rest of the players in the he's team, a bit, yeah, he's just having a bit of a dry spell, I think. Yeah, you, I mean, uh, like I said, uh, every player gets that. Like, yeah, you can't really blame a player like him for that. <coughs> no, and you would always have, have him in the side for big games. Oh yeah, like he'll be he'll be starting. I'm sure. Oh, I'll probably be wrong now, but he'll be starting against Lille tonight. I'm sure. Yeah, yeah I mean. I think right now your midfield is so packed considering you only play with two midfielders. I think you've yeah. got what four class midfielders and mm. then But you don't really he doesn't really play um in that two. Is he in the false nine now? He's in the uh, attack as like one of the wingers. Yeah. Oh is it? I didn't know. More like an inside forward I'd Yeah, say, that's though, yeah. true actually. That's fair. But yeah, your your guys team, you've got a lot of depth. You, f- you think about yeah. next season as well. We've got Gallagher coming back. We'll have Gilmore. I think oh, Gilmore yeah. will go back out on loan. Yeah, I think he will. He yeah. hasn't quite Hasn't quite done the Norwich this season. Yeah, I think we've got Gallagher. I mean, we're going to sign. I think we probably will end up signing Chiwamini or Rice. Yeah, your midfield so is going to be stacked. So you've got to sell someone. I think that's yeah. the only. There has been talks of Jorginho going uh, to Juventus yeah. or something. Yeah, I've heard shouts for Kante to Real Madrid as well. Oh, I that's know. just rumours. I, I think Kante will stay. I think they're always like, you know, like fan like. Like a career mode type signings time, yeah. where it's like candidate to PSG or candidate to Real Madrid. Yeah, he, he, I mean, I'm sure he did an interview a couple of weeks ago where he said he's happy with how everything's. I going think he job. just loves his life. Yeah, <laughs> he d- he's not bothered he, by. He comes in, he trains, he goes, yeah. he goes back home, and that's it. He doesn't. Yeah, he's not like money driven or anything. No, so. exactly. He just does his job, and I think he suits the the team so well. Yeah, like, when you think of Kante, you think of Chelsea, don't you? Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, when he was at Leicester. You could definitely tell he was incredible, but now he's at Chelsea. He's definitely world class. Yeah, like everyone's realised how good to he is. To stand out in a team as big as Chelsea is pretty amazing. Yeah, well, I think he's one of the best, one of the best players of his generation, and he'll yeah, go down a legend. He's, <laughs> I was just, I was thinking, I was talking to someone the other day about um, FIFA legends, <laughs> um, icons in FIFA. Yeah, it's so confusing to me that some players don't get icons and some players do. Yeah, like. Jamie Carragher was once an icon. I think some of it is to do with some some players won't won't like sign to yeah. be an icon. I mean, I would love that. If I was, <laughs> I'd love to be on FIFA. I think if you you sign like a deal with Pace and then you won't be on FIFA or something. Like yeah, that. something like that. Yeah, I know that. Like, they they've brought out a new thing now in Ultimate Team called um, Heroes, but Heroes. Oh, have they? I'm, out, I'm completely out of that these days. Yeah, I don't really play Ultimate Team that much, but I know about the cards in the game. And they brought out heroes, which are pretty much players that were not world-class. Did it like, live there. up to it? Let me just hear. Yeah. So I'll give you an example. Um, Di Natale. Oh, yeah. Uh, Colt, like, yeah. Yeah, Colt, like Colt Heroes. Yeah, pretty much like Solskjaer was in there. Yeah. Tim Cahill. I think, okay, yeah. yeah, like he's a, he's a he's a legend to Everton. Yeah, <laughs> but he's not a, a world class player. I think there will be a couple of players in these teams that will be like that. Yeah, like um, Bernardo Silva. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he will be an icon. I don't think he'll be a legend in the game unless he does something crazy in the next few years. 
Maybe you need to move. He's still young though, Maybe. isn't he? He's still what is it twenty six? Yeah, I think he's twenty six. Yeah, he's not he's not old, but at the team he's hat right now, he doesn't really get to shine because he's got players around him that do the same thing as him. Like Foden has the same close control that Bernardo does. De Bruyne Maris who's similar to him. Maris is similar, so if he wants to shine he'll have to go to a team that can build around him. If you know what I mean. I did like, see rumours of him going to Atletico was Atletico Madrid, but that'd be so pointless though. I think yeah. so, some of these players that drop teams and they do, they go to different teams, and they just die out. Like with Neymar to PSG, you could tell that was for money. Mm. It was so bad. I don't. He, know he wanted to get it out of the spotlight, didn't he? Of you know, like, but to, to try and like win the Ballon d'Or. But he, he wanted to get out of Messi's shadow. Yeah, I think his time's probably gone for the Ballon d'Or now. Yeah. yeah. The only way he's gonna get it is there's actually rumours online of him coming to a different team. To Premier League or something. Yeah, so him to coming City to City is one is City. It's City or <laughs> Arsenal. <I see>. Arsenal. <laughs> but um, Liverpool is a shout. That would be Cremont signing. I wouldn't. I would quite like to see him in the Premier League. I wonder what he could do. I think. He I would think he would get kicked about, wouldn't he? He'd get cropped a lot. Imagine uh, Neymar uh, uh, playing uh, Burnley. Burnley, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's not having a fun time against Tarkovsky and Weghorst and those lot. And Dwight McNeil. Yeah. <laughs> and Lawton. Yeah. <laughs> we can talk a little bit about transfers then, um, if we're on this topic. Uh, I think Haaland's a done deal now. Done. No, I'm sure Fabrizio said today that he was set to decide very soon where yeah, he's going to go. Yeah, he said in the next few weeks and City City have made a proposal and Real Madrid were the only ones in the in the in the contention for him and they said they can't match it. So City and he's a City fan. His dad Is he a City, City fan? Yeah. He used to go to City main road games. He used to wear the old City shirts. His dad played for City. Yeah, yeah. So th- it's, oh. it's destiny. I, I just really don't want to see that happen. And imagine how good we are without a striker. Imagine with Haaland. I think Do you think he would affect the balance of the team? I think he would. Yeah, he'd have, we'd have to drop someone or sell someone for him to fit in. Because right now, Foden is a perfect centre-forward. He'd have to go on the wing. Because Foden's so young, you can't have him, you can't bench him. Yeah. Because he needs game time. The only player I'd say we could sell is Raheem Sterling, which I said... In the first podcast we did, if you want to check that out, mm. um, cheeky plug. <laughs> yeah, we if we sold Raheem Sterling, he's still in his prime. We could get serious money for him, and it'd allow Foden and Haaland to grow, which I think is perfect for us. But it's it's all depending on how Haaland performs with City. Mm. Uh, he's, I w- would you say he's the most looked looked for player in the world right now like is he the sort most wanted yeah uh, yeah him him and Mbappe pretty see I don't level. see I'd say Mbappe. Holland's probably more sought after yeah actually. because Mbappe's so think like he's so sight on Real Madrid yeah that he's not even thinking about the Premier and he's already at a big club yeah obviously Dortmund are a big club but they're not in the PSG bracket I would yeah, say yeah they're nowhere near even title contending no, no. I think they're third or fourth in the league yeah so, so that's why pe- people know that Haaland's going to be up for grabs he's going to I think he's ambitious Barcelona were never in the, the running for him I, they, I think I think they are a little bit I think I he's quite think keen so. on a Barca move but it's all speculation, really. Yeah, until Fabrizio. The news will come out. Yeah, until yeah. Fabrizio says, here we go. Who knows? <laughs> I think, I don't think Haaland would really suit your system as 
much. Yeah, we'd have to change for him. You'd have definitely. to change the way you play. And but, well, if Pep goes, we have to change anyway. Yeah. So I don't mind Haaland coming when Pep goes, which is fair enough. Pep's going next year unless he extends. extends. I think he'll extend for a year. If we don't win the Champions League, he'll extend. Yeah. If we win, then there's no reason for him to stay. He's won everything. So he if if he leaves, we bring in, I don't know, say... I think Ten Hag would be. Yeah, but he's got, he's sat on United, isn't he? Unless United <laughs> perform even worse and don't get top four, which is a good enough reason for him not to go. But if, if Pep leaves, Haaland comes, we can change our, our situation around Haaland. We can imagine, just imagine, just imagine De Bruyne. I think Felix Foden. would. F- I think Felix. Yeah, Felix. Is cool. He, w- I think he'd fit in more than better than Haaland would because technically, in link up play, build up. I think he'd. He just. Be, I think Haaland, he'd feel like a bit out of place in he's, your city team. I think the only reason people love Haaland so much is because he's a serial goal scorer. Yeah. He'll score from anywhere. He's got speed. He's, he's, he's got goal scoring freak. Yeah, he, like? he literally can score from any angle anywhere on the pitch. Both foot as well. He's unreal, he's, man. He's like six foot three, six foot four, scores overhead kicks. It's so yeah. weird. He's like a new Zlatan. His mentality is just yeah. crazy. But I think Mbappe is better than him. Do you? Yeah, I think Mbappe is a better player than Haaland. Just because Mbappe can do it himself. Haaland, if he loses the ball... He can't get the ball back, or he he'll re- he'll require a player to pass the ball to him or play him in. Mbappe can dribble through, and he's got the pace to get through. I think Mbappe's pace is so important. I think he's so fast. Like when I watched that Real Madrid second leg, yeah, he's all important. Yeah, it, but because obviously the team around him, Mbappe to Real Madrid and Haaland to City would be a great game in the Champions League final. Yeah. PSG City Champions League final. No, 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 Real Madrid City. Real Madrid, yeah. Real Madrid City Champions League Even final. that, like... It's going to be I England. I can see it happening. It's so hard to call this year. Um, yeah, this year it's going to be... We can. I think, personally, obviously I'm going to think City's going to make it. Mm. I think it will be England final. An all-English. An all it's either Liverpool or Chelsea. Versus City. I, yeah, I can't decide between the two. Depends how it's drawn, really. Yeah, it draws yeah. on Friday, you know. Yeah, that's big. <laughs> so next week we'll be, I'm sure we'll be, we'll be discussing, discussing the next, it. the next things. But be interesting if, if, um, providing Chelsea get through, touch wood. <laughs> um, if we if we do get through as well, it'll be interesting if all three English teams get drawn against other sides. That'd be really. I'm really hoping for that. Out of everything, I think if an English team, if say City play Chelsea or City play Liverpool, it's just boring yeah I don't know I think so early on it's boring I think especially if you do get Liverpool you're playing him yeah. in the league anyway so you would be playing him like three times yeah. in the space of a few weeks didn't that happen last year with us and Hughes yeah yeah and then we lost <laughs> you lost all three <laughs> I mean it would it would add even I think it would be quite quite I think it would be a bit fun though because it, it would add even more especially if who knows what happens in the Champions League it would add it would Put even more, give even more riding on the on the league game. Not that there's not anything already. I mean, that's going to be a hell of a game. Yeah, I think if it's City Liverpool, there's so much on the line in both games. That is so much like pressure on on the players. But if it's City Chelsea in the Champions League, there's not much pressure on you guys because there's way more pressure on us because of the Liverpool game later on. So we need to win. We need to focus on the Premier League. You guys don't really need to focus on the Premier League. I mean. 
obviously you need to win games and you need to not drop points yeah. as much, but you've pretty much solidified third place. The only team that can touch you now is Arsenal because of all the games in hand. Yeah. But We've still got them to play as well. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So At the bridge as well. I mean, I doubt, I doubt you guys will drop below top four. If you do, then something's gone wrong. Yeah, we definitely won't. But if it's cha- Champions League is the main thing you guys mm. can be focusing on. And we have a perfect cup team as well, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I think the perfect cup team is probably, if we're ranking cup teams, it's got to be Chelsea number one just because yeah. of the depth. And then City's team, is we don't have a cup team anymore. Like in the, in the Carabao, we keep playing Ruben Diaz, yeah, Kevin yeah. De Bruyne, Phil Fold and Mahrez. I'm like, why? We have all these youngsters that have the quality to play and we just don't play them. Mm. Because it's, it's Pep, man. Pep gets me angry sometimes. Yeah. He gets me so it's angry. Bald head of his. It is, man. <laughs> He's going to bring out that grey long coat. Little, <laughs> <laughs> little woolly coat yeah. against Liverpool. <laughs> he shouldn't have got rid of that. No, man. But the, the, the Crystal Palace game got me so annoyed. He didn't make a sub, he did, did he? Did not, he didn't make a sub at all. So annoying because the the bench we had Jesus back fresh from injury he's fresh he's ready to go Sterling he hasn't played in a couple games where he's he's made a good impact um, we had we even had Gundogan it was he's barely been playing hasn't he Gundogan? yeah and the season he had last season you'd think he'd be playing yeah but he's not Gundogan was benched even Fernandinho because we were getting found Rodri was getting found out because of his aggression it, uh, it was just so annoying to seeing all the players and hoping that something would happen. But yeah, Pep, he's stuck in his way sometimes. Back in the Champions League final. One of the worst teams I've seen him put out in a long time. Yeah, I didn't understand that, but... No DMs. (laughs) Sterling (laughs) after the worst season of his career. Oh, I don't get it. I I still still think we would have won if Mm. you did start a DM. I think we would just... just it was written in stars it it was bound to happen well everyone on inevitable and (laughs) everyone on social media and TikTok they all keep posting you know in the tunnel where you guys are lined up we were all focused and City players just City were just they were just like leaning against the wall yeah but every team prepares differently if that guys if that's how you guys prepare I've never seen City look like like you guys did that's why you didn't win it but we win everything else mentality yeah we all I think Tuchel's very Motivate. He drills yeah. that into them. Yeah, too very cool. much in a mentality. Tuchel is a very good manager. I'll give you that. I think he's. There's been talks of him going to United. Jamie Carragher trying to stir <laughs> up. Oh, I can't stand. Jamie Carragher. He's really been getting on one. Some of the, the stuff he was saying about the Chelsea Academy yeah, as well. Uh, was, like, was he and saying? he got called out on Twitter for it. Um, and he apologised, didn't he? Yeah, he liked the tweet, and then I think he apologised after. He's, so he, he was saying in his big rant about. Um, Abramovich in the Abramovich area, Chelsea be, being able to just go and buy whoever they want, ruining other teams. He said teams should go in and ruin Chelsea, and he said um, even Chelsea's academy they would buy academy players from all over the country just to get the best ones. But which we've it, got, in we've got fact, the best, wasn't really true. We've got the best academy coaches around. Yeah, I was we've, gonna say we've I've nurtured never... the best young players, and it's like Liverpool did this. You know, Liverpool bought players from Southampton, Klein, Mane, yeah. Lallana. Yeah, Van Dyke. Like, yeah. we've done it with a few players, but like, we haven't actually done it as m- Liverpool have done it more than us frequently. I mean, recently yeah. especially. Jamie Carragher's trying shit. <laughs> yeah, just uh, he always just like stir it up, you know, like. But then he got called out, and so he was trending on Twitter <laughs> on Monday. It was after the Monday night football where he he went on and said it. Um, but yeah, they, they just thought 
they're not as like well researched with it all mm-hmm. because to dismiss our academy like that and to dismiss you know what we've really done you know Liverpool have done it and he doesn't say what about that. You know, they, they went and just bought players from Southampton. Yeah. They bought a jot off from Wolves. And I think it was a bit unfair, really. Yeah. Some of the stuff he said. Well, academy stuff, academy-wise, like, I don't know that much about academy stuff. All I know is that City definitely do bring people across the, the country into ours. Like, Jaden Sancho, he's from South London. We brought yeah. him all the way to Manchester. Uh, when he at Watford before? Was yeah, he yeah, he was, a, he was a Watford, he's a Watford thing, uh, Watford youth. But Chelsea... Their main, I say main, but they're, they're big players that have come out of the academy. Mount and Reese James, they've been there since day one. Since they're about eight years old. Yeah, like, there's no reason for for Jamie Garrigan to say that yeah. about the academy. I can't, I kind of understand where he's coming from with the just the buying other players, but he doesn't ruin teams. No. Like, he d- I, d- I don't know. It's just, it's literally just a, a club doing what's right to be successful. There's nothing wrong with buying players yeah. from other Premier League teams anyway. Like, it's just that's what football's about nowadays. You go out if you're a top club, you go out to be successful, and you have to buy the best. Like it's yeah. simple as that, really. Like football is about money nowadays, so there's nothing wrong with just buying the top players, yeah, bringing in the top best manager or bringing in some of the best coaches. Like <laughs> Jimmy Carragher, just he just didn't he didn't understand, you know, like he just didn't understand no. the you know what how Chelsea have been these past few years, well over the decade. Ever since the Bramovich was coming, um, but yeah, even the academy in particular, though, like we've we've put that on ourselves. You know, we've with when we've got look at the academy coach, the Anthony Barry set piece coach. Yeah, like I think he, he's, he, yeah, he's he didn't get the credit that he deserves for it. It's like it's Jimmy Carragher making out like, oh, we've just bought it, you know, from another club, from Barca or City no, or whatever. We're also a very well-run club. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. I mean, it's not just throwing. Uh, yeah, obviously, <laughs> not at the moment. But um, but yeah, like the. I mean, the foundations of the club were very strong. Yeah, hundred percent. Well, I just think Jamie Carragher, he's one of the most unlikable pundits. Mm. I think he's TV. a good pundit, though. I, I think, think he's a good pundit. He's a good, just yeah, football wise, he's good. But as a personality, I hate him. And <laughs> the fact that he's giving all this information, he's saying all this stuff about about the teams. He's never managed a team. Yeah. Like, at least Gary Neville tried. <laughs> like, yeah, how did that go? He didn't but, go for it. He was 7 not to Barcelona and he got sacked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, that's awful. All right, well, we're going to end the podcast here. We've got a, a nice half the time that we normally do for you guys, but we'll be back for with another big session next week. Yeah. We'll be talking about the next few games, the Champions League draw, as we mentioned before. And we might even do a, a top 10 list. If you guys uh, want to hear that, let us know. And thank you for listening. <laughs>